Welcome back to the Welsh Football Podcast. Today I'm joined by Terry McCormack. Thanks for joining us, Tez. Yeah, no worries, Matt. Not a problem. How, how are you finding it, with obviously, with what's going on at the minute? Um, yeah, it's, it's a strange time. I think um, I, I'm, still, I'm still working, so I, I work from home at the moment. I work in recruitment, so we're pretty busy at the moment. Uh, my missus is a, is a nurse. So, um, yeah, she's working as well. So, it, it's hard, I think. Um, but, sort of, that way at the moment, two small kids is tough. Um, but, obviously, it's, I don't know how long it's going to continue, like, but I think um, it's a bit of a strange time for everybody at the moment. I think it's starting to ease off a little bit. Um, the restrictions and things. You know, for example, I'm going around to see Peter Hoy at the weekend. I haven't seen him for weeks. So, um, yeah, I think um, managing... Yeah, um, so I'm just going to go back to your career really, um, how did the move to Connors Kia come about? Um, to be honest, it was, I almost signed about 12 months before I actually did, I was playing over in, um, in the Evo stick, which is, um, or the Unibond as it was then, with a couple, uh, Bamba Bridge, and I had a call from... Um, I think it was Andy Lee, who was the assistant manager at Conorsky at the time. Um, I played with him, or he was assistant manager at Congleton a couple of years before. Asked me to come down and have a little look. Uh, Jim Hackett was the manager at the time, I think. So I came down, sort of January, done a, a, pre- a, a training session on a Tuesday night, flashing down at what's horrible at Seaside. And, did a bit of a, a training session with the goalie coach at the time, played a, a, an 11 side game against the, the Rezies. Um, and I had the chat afterwards. I mean, at that time, it just, I decided against it. I didn't really know many of the lads a bit of a, doing well at Bamba uh, Bridge. So, they had it down. And then, following season, um, I, I'd gone to travel and my wife was, um, was a nurse and she was working in Saudi Arabia up until about, December, she'd been there for about 18 months, so when she was coming back in December, we decided to go travelling, so we went off to um, to Australia, uh, we went sort of just, just after Christmas, the 27th, and we, we spent like three and a half months in Australia, we come back in March, and when I was travelling down, we were in Melbourne at the time, I got a phone call from Steve O'Shaughnessy, um, I'd, I'd known a few of the lads, Tigger, uh, Andy Olsen, Ben Olsen, Tommy uh, Tommy Baker, who had played it previously, and they suggested me. I think Connors Key had um, Chris Maxwell on loan from Wrexham, and he, had, he was getting called back to Wrexham, so they phoned to see if I fancied it. But I was still traveling for another couple of months after that. So um, signed, we, we got it done with the facts and what have you. Uh, came back on the Monday, trained on the Tuesday, and then played TNS on the Friday. Um, bit of a Baptism of fire, like, but yeah, that was how I, how I got in. I, I played that season uh, under Sosh, and then um, I don't know, like, to be fair, considering I hadn't trained and just sort of spent three months travelling. Um, enjoyed it, the, the travelling, the sort of college key wasn't too bad. Um, and then, unfortunately, Sosh, uh, he got sacked at the end of the season, he got let go, and then the club was a bit of a, um, went into a bit of a strange time after that. With, um, over a short period of time, several managers and, and what have you. But yeah, that, that's how I got into into Wales. 
Did you did you know much about the Welsh football, or was it just when you first got in touch with Connors? <laughs> um, I, I knew a few of the lads who'd gone into Wales. Uh, as I mentioned, the lads there, uh, Tigger and uh, Andy and Ben Alston. I, I played with them at uh, Congleton a couple of years before, and I kept in contact a little bit. Um, being a little bit honest, sporty, I think there's the odd game. It's not as covered as you get now, but the odd game. Um, I think sort of playing in the non-league English system. Wales have got a bit of a reputation for the travelling. A lot of lads don't want to come into Wales because um, obviously the South Wales trips and stuff. But um, I've had some, some in, you know, a little bit of information, but I sort of went in pretty blind, to be honest. So, um, what was um. What what did you what did you make of of it when you when you joined? Um, I think initially the first season, or you know, I think as I say, it started um, sort of beginning of March. Um, it, it, the, the club tried to do it right. I think um, they were going through a few problems. Can't escape the time. I think it, sort of back then, um, well, it must be two thousand and eight. There's a lot of talk about a merger with Flint, and I remember having a couple of sort of meetings, like sort of team meetings with the manager at the time, and a couple of other people. I think um, talking about this merger, I think we're struggling a little bit. You know, Gary Jewett had not long been in, or was about to come in. Um, it was all right. I think uh, it's not at the level it was. It is now. I think uh, it's developed quite a lot of time, and, and College Key has definitely sort of pushed on. Um, but it was enjoyable, some good lads, and you know, um, some of the, the decent cast, the old scousers, that travelled in with um, Leo Lachlan, uh, Ronnie Morgan. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was, it was all right. How would you compare from when you started at Connors Key to, to what the standard is most recent? Uh, it, it, I mean, it, it's jumped up a lot, I think. Um, I mean, Connors Key definitely winning the league this year. Uh, but even just the standard of the league, I think um, facilities was a big one. I remember uh, some of the grounds you'd go to, the, you know, facilities weren't the best. I mean, I remember um, well, Ballard's pitch, for example, you know, where you'd have games called off left, right and centre. I remember the Airbus had a load of games called off. So I was never a big fan of the 4G or the Astro. But I think bringing that into the clubs, I think, uh, last year when I was there, I think it was nine out of the twelve teams had an Astro, um, which you know it makes sure that the games are on. I think uh, a lot of money has been invested into it. S four C have put a few pounds in, and you know the um, being able to watch the games and things. I think sort of help people with drawn to it, players are drawn to it. Um, the standards has gone up and up. I think the top sides like Ballet. Um, Connors Key, CNS, the, you know, they all compete well in the English league. Um, but yeah, I think that, that you know, it, there's still room for it to grow. Um, not a massive fan of the, the, the 12 teams. Uh, I think it's, it's a little bit repetitive. You can play the same team sort of five or six times, depending on the cup. But uh, yeah, definitely the, the investments help out a lot. And you can see that with um, the European games. I think, um, you know, Connors Key beating Kilmarnock last year was, was unreal and you know TNS have had some good results and, and you know I think Druids have won a game I remember Newtown potentially winning a game the start and won on penalties in one of them so yeah I think the, the standard has improved you, you spent two two and a half seasons at Connors Key in your first first spell 
Um, yeah. How how do you look back at that time? Um, that's probably so after that first year when uh, you know it was it was it was tough. People saw this year being uh, sort of um, back or you know relieved of his job. Whatever you want to I always got on really well with Tosh. Uh, so it was a bit disappointed when he went and they brought uh, Jim Hackett in. Uh, it was a bit of a um, bit of a strange time during this pre-season. I, I might be wrong, but I'm sure they had certainly four managers before the first game. So you had, you know, um, Jim Hackett came in and then he left because I think he took a job abroad. Or uh, then you had Andy Lee come in for a week and then he decided it wasn't for him. Uh, yeah, a, a guy called Kenny used to do a little bit of the physio work. He, he took over it for a short period of time and then stepped down. And then Mark McGregor came in. No, that was all in, in about a month. Uh, and then that settled the ship a little bit. That you know, really, really good fellow Mark. I think um, that did it right. Uh, and that's probably the most I've enjoyed football. I'd say that first. You know, after the first six months when Macca came in. It was like a, an 18 month spell um, where, you know, we weren't the best sides in the world. Um, you know, we weren't written up these, we were sort of bottom half. Uh, but we had a good, good group of lads. It was more of a group of mates. Um, but, you know, we, we did have some good results. Um, and then towards the end of Macca's time, I think uh, Gary had come in and, and invested a few quid and, and things were started. And our Jake Catton had gone in. Um, a lot of sort of both science coming towards the end of it, uh, recoveries and, and what have you. And yeah, I think um, that two years, that two and a half years was, was the most I enjoyed the football. It was probably my biggest regret playing in Wales is, is leaving Connors Key at the end of that. I think we, we were unfortunate to leave, um, sort of went into the Super 12, I think, and um, I think it was about eight teams got relegated and, and we were the top of the, sort of the relegated eight. I think it was eight, eight or six. So we went down into the, uh, the Cumbria Lions. I think when I left the sign for Ballard in the January um, for that next year, and, and we were top of the league and we were sort of on our tails. And I think um, I'd sort of been swayed a little bit to get back in the Premier in the Welsh Prem, like. Uh, and in hindsight, it's probably the wrong decision. I should have stayed at College K, but they've really done great. They won the league that year and the following year. So um, yeah, I think uh, I really enjoyed that first. That, you just mentioned about Bala there. Um, did you just think you maybe just jumped too soon to go to Bala instead of just seeing out what would happen with Connors Key? Yeah, definitely. I think um, at the time, um, obviously, I was captain at Connors Key. We, we were with him. He was top of the league. Um, you know, I just got a little bit worried because we hadn't. We hadn't you know, we hadn't strengthened and brought many players in from the team that had gone down and I was, I was sort of panicking a little bit and I was seeing the move back into Ballard and the Welsh Prem and, you know, they were, they were a team sort of trying to push on with, um, you know, great backing from, from, from Nudge. Um, so, yeah, in hindsight, obviously, it, it, it did back on the arse a little bit because, you know, that season they went on to win the league. So, you know, I remember speaking to Macca when I was leaving or just, soon, just before I was leaving. I said, no, we need to strengthen the back get some lads in his saying to me at the time I have a bit of confidence in what we've got we'll be alright and um, she was right and I was wrong yeah I uh, I went to Ballard and, and you know what like um, for the most part I enjoyed my time at Ballard uh, but yeah I think if I look back now 
uh, they'll probably stopped on certainly for the rest of that season and uh, kind of see that to get them back up into the, uh, the Welsh then. What what made you go to Bala? What what convinced you to leave and made you go to Bala? Um, it wasn't the pitch, that's for sure. <laughs> um, it, I, I don't know. I think um, it, it probably was the fact that you sort of panic and think, you know, are we going to get back up? I'm going to be. You want to play as high as you can for as long as you can, and know that that's what my uncle, that my dad had always said to me: try and play as long as you can, as, as the best level you can. So I was sort of, I probably had a bit of a doubt whether we'd we say whether we'd win that league, and it's a tough league to get out of the Cumbria Alliance, and I sort of I probably jumped a bit too soon. Um, you know, with Ballard, it was it was a club they were they were on the up, they'd done well, I'd enjoyed, you know, I knew a couple of the lads, and I'd enjoyed playing next in the past. You know, the, the year before they'd done all right, um, and yeah, I, 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 you know, it. it, it So when when you went to Ballard, did you think they'd go on and grow as as well as they have in recent years? Um, sort of. I think uh, the, the foundations were there. I think you know the backing they get from from Nigel and and you know the, the, as a club they got some good people involved. I mean uh, Ruth, you know, a great lady. She does a lot for the club and and fair play to Colin. You know, I mean we might not have always seen eye to eye, but uh, what he's done. At, at Ballet, um, you know, over a, uh, a long time, it's been there 10 years plus, I think, maybe 11, 12 years, and getting them up from, I know we took them up certainly two or three leagues and now turn them into, a, you know, a, a competitive, strong side. Um, but I think it's it, 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 it's the way with Wales, I think finances are, are massive. If you look at the teams who compete at the top, Connors Key now, um, Know collectively for a, for a while. Neath when they were when they were sort of spending a few quid. TNS obviously. Uh, if you've got a strong backer, now they've got the Astro tape as well with that income coming in. You know you, you you've got a good chance, and I think Collins made some good signings and and being backed very well by by Nigel with the with the um, with his wallet. Um, obviously uh, in that time at the club, uh, I think you reached the playoff final. Yeah. Um. Can you remember that experience in that game? Yeah, it was. Um, I remember the game. We played Connectly away. Um, Connectly had, uh, you know, the, I think they won the league a year or two earlier, and um, you know they had, they had some good players. Uh, obviously, Reece up front and um, some, some strong lads there. And I think we got beat two one. Uh, and I remember right, we we done well. Um, Remember he had the best time down at Clonetley, he was getting beat, but uh, we'd done well. And I remember uh, we'd signed Mark Connolly in, in, uh, in the January from Chester. I remember that game specifically. Um, they had the lad in goal, I can't remember who it was. I, I, you know, the, he was only a young lad and he had an absolute worldy. I think Ash Morris was injured and this, this was the lad played. And I remember two free kicks, uh, Connell did, and he posted, stamped a couple of them. And this lad was flying across the goal everywhere and, and, uh, and making saves. And, you know, I, you could just see it was going to be one of them days. And it was a bit of an anti-climax, to be honest with you. I think, you know, plenty of being in Europe, Ballard hadn't. And I think at the end of the game, obviously, they got a 2-1 win. I think Reese had scored a header. 
Uh, I can't remember the other goal, but um, you know when the game finished, it was like obviously we were disappointed, but I felt like they'd been there, they'd seen it, and it was um, yeah, it was a bit of an anti climax. It was I don't even know if there was a trophy uh, presented, um, and and you know the collective actually used to be in Europe, they were you know the, the winners sort of thing, but there's nobody there. And I think that was the start of the demise for Clemente. I think the, the funds went the following year and. Um, so yeah, I think the, uh, the, the the playoff final wasn't uh, wasn't much the best experience. Um, what was the um, what's the story with the sending off? <laughs> uh, oh, I had a nightmare. That was um, that was a way. It was it's the only time I've ever been sent off. Um, it was a way at uh, Airbus. It was a League Cup game, um, and I played all like. It was early in the season, I know, like September, October, something like that. And we had a young, um, young Australian goalie, yeah, up as a number two, like called Mark. When we got there, Colin pulled me inside, just said he's going to give Mark a game, which is fair enough. That tends to happen in, in the league cups. Um, so yeah, I was like, no, no, no worries. Like, and I'm sort of quite um, relaxed in, in the warm ups and things like that. So it warms Mark up. I had all my gear on. Um, game kicked off. I sort of strolled into the changing rooms. A minute in, like I don't even, I didn't even know the game kicked off. I think the physio came running in, Terry, Terry, you're coming on. I was like, get lost, like I didn't even know the game started. And what I didn't know is, sort of first minute, uh, the goalie Mark had slid out, caught a knee off the airbus, like knocked him out. So uh, Mark had forgotten a shin pad, so I lent him my shin pad. So I had no shin pad. I borrowed somebody else's. I wasn't dressed. I was still in my training gear. Took about fifteen minutes coming on. On the pitch for about five minutes, I think. Um, so we, you know, we were only six minutes into the game, um, and one of the airbus uh, lads put a cross in. I came to get it, I fumbled it. You know, I barely warmed up, but I fumbled it. And I've gone to grab it. I've grabbed the forward, pulled them down. They sent me off. Um, <laughs> so in the first, in the first six minutes, I think Connor had to go and goal, Mark Connolly. So in the first six minutes, we'd gone through. We'd on our third goalie. I remember sitting in the ambulance because. Um, Obviously, Mark had been knocked out and we got an ambulance there. And, and so, by the time he came to, so I was sat next to him and he was saying to me, What are you doing? Why are you not in goal? And I said, Oh, you know, you killed me here like I got sent off. And uh, yeah, disaster. That was the, the only time I got sent off, but yeah, um, we went through three goalies in maybe six minutes, seven minutes, something like that. So, when. Uh, after <laughs> disaster. What was what was the like ambition at Ballot at that time? Because obviously, like you, like we both know now, they're always competitive up in the top half uh, near the near the top of the league. Was that about top six really ambition for them? Yeah, I think the first year was just to stay in the league. Um, so sort of when I got there, I remember um, sort of going in, they were struggling near the bottom, and I think um, I remember right. I think they stayed up on. I think they might have even finished. In the bottom two, and he stayed up because of, of licenses from, from maybe a, a southern side didn't get the didn't get the uh, the valid um, grading criteria, so couldn't come up. So I think that year was to stay up, and then you could see, you know, some of the lads they signed, they brought Hunty on, uh, you know, who guarantees goals. They had Mark Jones, the lad from Wrexham, who's possibly one of the best players I've played with. But natural ability was unreal. So he, you know, they had uh, the foundation there. I think uh, Stewie Jones sent it off. Who's still there now um, Connell Mayer was playing um, yeah some really really good lads so I think that they were building something I don't know I didn't expect them to go quite as high as they have 
Um, but yeah, certainly building to a top six side. And as I mentioned before, I think um, lads they signed and, and you know they 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 go out and get whoever they want because you know it was like you know you to get one or two marquee signings a year, bringing Mark Connolly in on on from Chester. And I'm sure you know. Oh, and Conno, he, he didn't come cheap. He, he sort of, you know, when I was out to Barton and what have you. So I think um, it's not a surprise they pushed on because you know uh, they're a stable club, a good backing, and um, yeah, I, you know, I made up for them to be honest. What What was Lee Hunt and Mark Jones like in in the dressing room? Obviously, you're yeah, very good players, person uh, individually, but what are they like as a team? Jones is like the quiet man. He's um, got like a really dry sense of humour. He's you know he's a really nice lad, but you know he wouldn't he wouldn't speak. He'd have like a little you know a little miss and mate. Yeah, I remember Steph Edwards was a good mate of his. Um, you know, he was just he was just you know he was funny, but he wouldn't speak a lot. Um, whereas Lee Hunt on the other you know, on the other side was an absolute um, bit of a lunatic. He was he was you know he's, he's a great lad to have around. He's always. Um, Bounce off the walls. We had a good, we had a good little group of lads there. Uh, and a lad called Steve Brown, who was um, I'd played with the bang, uh, uh, bridge and brought him down to Ballard, and he was he was the same. He had this, you know, good couple of years in, in the Welsh league, and um, that group of players. You know, I remember I remember Steve Brown playing. We were in the change rooms, and I can't remember it was before the game or at half time. And um, Colin was doing his team talk, and he tied his laces together. You know, Jordan, Jordan, the uh, team talking. Colin tries to walk away and slips over because Brown has tied his laces together. It was, it was a bit like that, you know, just a bit of a, um, a great change of room to be involved in. Some good lads, really. Would you say that's the um, best change room you've been in, or, or is there more? Uh, no, I think, um, I think the first year at Connors Key, uh, or sorry, the sort of when Mark McGregor had come in, I think that was that. Probably the, the best the best change in who's been around. There's some good lads there. Craig Jones, Tigger. Most people know him around the Welsh League. He's a bit of a joker. Um, you know, you, you had Chris Abbott. He, he was a forward at the time. You know, didn't play a lot, but um, I think he was there just for the banter. Um, and, you know, Hooley. I think Connors Key, that year at Connors Key, was, was, um, was the best I've been around. Just It was like a group of mates. And we still talk to each other now. We've got to walk that group. Like Jamie Petty and stuff, and um, you know we'd go on all the the end of the season. Three or four years later, we're staying group of lads still going away. So I think that's probably the you know the most I've enjoyed the changing rooms. Uh, do, you, do you do you go away uh, as a team like at the end of season? Yeah, I think um, when I was a bit younger, it's a bit harder now. Like you know, my missus would let me with the, you know, the two kids and stuff. Um, but like back, you know, back then. Uh, you know, before like everyone, everyone's having kids. I think uh, Connor's key. We, you know, we had a group of lads there. Where we'd go away for a couple of years. Um, I think we done three or four, uh, three or four years on the pounce. Uh, me, Herbie, um, Jamie Petty, Sam Mcnutt, and you go. You know, you go. I remember going to to Magaluf and bumping into the Clancy lad uh, when we were away. And I think most most clubs do try and get away at the end of the season. Uh, you need it. You know, what I mean, you need it at the end of the season, long season, and. And uh, you go away, just have a you know, say a few beers, but you you you've done a bit, and, uh, yeah, you need a bit of a last holiday. What was it like um, away with the footy lads? Is it is it enjoyable? Is there any stories that you could tell? 
Um, <laughs> I think I think they, they, you know, they were good. Um, you know, the thing is that, that you know, I remember Mark McGregor. He's you know, he's got a nice sense of humour. He's, he's a bit of a strange character, like, but he's a great lad. I remember rocking up to the the first holiday. Um, you know, I think it's Magaluf or Portugal. We'd gone to it. It was Magaluf, and, and you know, we're all turning up with our suitcases, and he turned up with a man bag, uh, and that was it. That was his. You know, I think he had a change of undies. Uh, a bit of money, passport, and possibly another T-shirt or something, and, and that was about it for a four-day trip. Um, the other lads here, he was, you know, just... It's like he, he got out the asylum. He's, you know, he's, he was ruthless. I promise myself I wouldn't say banter after listening to Peter O'Reilly's uh, podcast the other day, but, like, the Herbie was just all the time. He was at you, banter all the time. Jamie Petty, a great lad. Yeah, they, they, they were always a good laugh. I think that's why yeah, all the teams can't do them at the end of the season. It's a good um, it sort of brings the lads closer together. It's a good bond and it's something to talk about throughout the season. I know uh, John Owen and Peter had mentioned about their trip to I think it was Madeira or something. I know Ned mentioned it a few times when I don't have it. And if you can get all the lads together, even just the nights out on the season, Christmas and what have you, it, uh, it drags it along you know, through, the, through the hard times. You know, when it, um, you, know you might be you're struggling with results, or you know, you, you help your mates out a little bit more because you've been, you know, you've had a good time with them. You, you class them as mates. Yeah, so the, the other lads, all of these, I, I always enjoyed them. What's it? Um, what's it like? Um, obviously, potentially, you could be moving clubs at the end of, in the summer. Is it just about in, just enjoying it with a group of friends and then see what happens during the summer? Then, yeah, I think. Um, Football's very fickle, you know, I think um, lads move around and, and, and you know, there's the, there's the jokes that fly around, they go anywhere for the next five or something, but um, it, it is a fickle game, lads will travel around, but, you know, with Wales, I mean, I remember at times I used to travel to some of the games with Peter Roy, I remember travelling to Aberystwyth, he was at Aberystwyth, at Connors Key, and you play each other that often, you know, I think at, yeah, when we played um, TNS, I'd drive... Um, Ronnie and and, uh, and young Sam to the games they were TNS lads and I think you, you just you know each other you've been around the league and you know I think um, there's no real thought you might have a bit of bit of joking bit of banter during it or you know Pet is off the banger or you know Herbie's getting getting bombed or things like that but yeah it it, um, it wasn't um, it, it was just it was just the norm to be honest with you. What so what what made you leave Bala? You obviously you took a drop down to Conway then with Herbie, didn't you? I did, yeah. That wasn't my choice. Um <laughs> bit of a bit of a funny one really. I think um I, I didn't I didn't want to leave Bala. I think uh, we sort of started you know, we 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 played in the uh, the playoff final and got beat and I think um probably the I, well, I, I pretty much got released, if you will. I, you know, it was there, stay and fight for your place. Um, but what had happened is that had um, a bit of a falling out with Colum. Played the game against uh, against Banger, and uh, I know Peter said yesterday uh, the other day when I was listening to his podcast, he was like, "Ma, my people either liked or hated Pete." I was the the latter. I, I didn't like Peter Hoy at all. As you know, until I met him properly, and I remember we playing. Uh, Banged it alone one time, a comfort across just before half time. 
minute two before half time and, and Peter, you know, like he does, uh, smashed me, <laughs> caught me with an elbow, um, knocked me out um, minute or so before half time, so I was a bit groggy and, and, you know, I didn't feel too bad at that point, but, uh, you know, I'll, um, I'll play on till half time, see how I am, went in at half time. Got gradually worse. Was dizzy. Was throwing up. Um, and I, I've only ever come off injured once in the twelve playing in Wales, but that time I felt rough. And I remember saying to Colin at the time, um, "I'm gonna have to come off." You know, I didn't want to, but I think I think I'm gonna have to come off. I'm struggling here. We had um, we had the young Australian kid on the bench, uh, Mark, and Colin was like, "No, you got to stay on." I was like, "You know, struggling a bit." This is, you know, don't get me wrong. This is bloody. Eight years ago, or whatever it was, it's not like it is now with um, you know any head injuries and stuff. And, and so he put a lot of pressure on to stay on, and, and I didn't want to let lads down, you know, big game against Bangor. So I stayed on. Second half went out, 50, 60 minutes in, caught the ball, and uh, Jonah ran off to, to sort of take it. So I didn't throw it. Uh, I was struggling a little bit, didn't throw the ball. And I remember Colin screamed, uh, you know, anyone that listens or has been to a game of ballet, you hear Colin. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He's, we were playing Bangor and, and, you know, typically Bangor's fans are loud, uh, but you could hear Colin over and he was effing and Jeff and throw the ball, throw the ball, I didn't throw it and he was screaming and I think at that point I sort of lost my cool a little bit and uh, I might have swore a bit at him, you know, give him, give him a bit back, but unfortunately for me, like just as I shouted, the Bangor lads behind the goal went dead quiet and anyone could hear it and then the, 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 you know, a bit of a cheer went up and so Terry, you know, giving Colin a bit back and that. I seen him look at me and I thought, but of the year, like, ended up getting beat going in. I thought I'm going to get hammered in the changing rooms. Never said anything. And then the following week, got me wages and been docked a hundred quid. <laughs> um, for, for obviously for having to go back. And I think after that, he sort of, uh, I think he, oh maybe he wasn't having me. Do you know what I mean? You know, probably wasn't the easiest. I wasn't training as often as I probably should have. It was a good old journey to uh, to Ballard. And then sort of come to the end of the season and. And uh, I was fit. I, I was training for the marathon, so I was fit, playing hard during that pre-season, and it uh, felt good. And then the missus was about to give birth in the October with our first baby. Like so, it was it was uh, it was July, and I'd agreed my contract. I hadn't signed it at that point, but I'd agreed my contract for the following year. And I was I was due to go on holiday for uh, five days just before the baby was born. The last little thingy with the, the missus, and while I was away, I got. Um, Colin was like, no, you've got to run away, yeah, we'll get you, we'll get you, you're signed up next week and you're back, blah, blah, blah. And the way he got a text off one of the lads there, Ash Morris is playing, thinking, what, what's that about, like? So, uh, I always got really well with Ash, he's a good lad, so when I came back, I spoke to Colin, he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Ash has asked to come in, so, you know, you can fight it out for your place if you want, and I think at that time, I didn't have known that, and you know, I had a contract, and I sort of took it away from me, I knew that was it for me. Um, but it's a bit of a, Bit of a nightmare, really, because it was about two weeks before the season started. So, the hands retired. I had to, well, I had to leave. I know I wasn't going to play. Uh, and actually, in hindsight, you know, I had a great deal at Ballard. Like, he, he's only just finished up there. So, Collins, obviously, you know, he's got that one right. Um, so, I was stuck. I didn't have a club. Uh, Herbie asked me to go into Conway, just taking over them. And, um, the, you know, dropping back down at the Cumbria Lions. Um, so I said I'd go and train with them, uh, do a few sessions, do a few pre-season games left. I know we played uh, Bangor in one of them. Um, and, and yeah, to be honest with you, I, I, I spoke to Bangor at the time, after playing them, never uh, sort of 
annual conversation with Neville about standing for Bangor started, but um, I was stuck, I had nothing, so um, I was made up to, you know, Conway give me the chance, and, and I enjoyed that year at Conway, we done well, we had a good side, and um, it was nice to play with a group of mates again. Well, did, you, did you start falling out of football at that point with what happened at Ballet? No, I, I don't think so. I think, um, I'd probably, it was hard. Like, at that point, I was, uh, I was, a, I was a lecturer, I was a college, college lecturer over in, in uh, Liverpool, and it was hard. I would work all day, and, and obviously everyone does, but then, you know, my, le- my level of motivation to drive to, to Ballet on a Tuesday night, um, to do it, you know, a session on the Astro turf, and I'm talking like the old school Astro with you know, almost like the sandy stuff. Yeah. And you get involved in the lab sessions, and you know, there's no goalie coach or anything at that time. At Ballard. I don't know whether it is now, but you know, my motivation level there to drive and do that is, is you know, uh, is lower than a snake's belly. <laughs> um, so I think I fell out of love with it a bit at that point, and then going to Conway, it sort of turned the back around for me I had a good a good year I was only there 12 months um, but yeah I had a good year that was a good Conway side and again it went back to like what it was like at Connors Key with a, a group of mates where you know we'd um, we'd we, we play the game we'd, we'd go back have a couple of beers I'd just had a baby right? my missus just had a baby so you know she would come to the games with the little and uh, Herbie's missus has got a couple of kids so uh, the girls got on really well Um that, you know, that was that was another. That's probably you know a year that I really really enjoyed. After the Connors Key one, that was probably favourite. I've got a lot of time for Conway. I've always enjoyed. Always look out for the result. Um, yeah, it was a successful year actually. You obviously um, in that season you you finished second, but you also won the the League Cup. Um, yeah. Was there what was the ambition at Conway? Because at the time they they'd probably be competitive within the Conway Alliance. Yeah, it was our league that year. I think Rill won the league uh, and got promoted without losing a game all season. Um, Longley was the manager. He, he's you know was a good bloke. He had some good good players, um, and and you know for the period of the time we, it was pretty close uh, going into sort of the last couple of months. But then we sort of dropped off, and Druids uh, were decent at the time as well. So we knew we weren't going to win the league with a couple of, couple of. Um, Couple of months left to go, and I think uh, we've done well in the cup. We've done we've done well in the in the Welsh Cup. Uh, I think we got knocked out by TNS. Um, next time, I think I didn't play that game. I was injured, and uh, I think Christian uh, Christian um, was staying in the lab from down south. So he came and, uh, and played that game. and done well. Got beaten next time, and then in the um, in the League Cup, I think that was the year we played five penalty shootouts. We seemed to just sort of scrape our way through. Um, and, and we won that cup on penalties as well. So it was, um, yeah, it, it was it was a good year. I think that the fact that the team, you know, the lads got on well. But the only problem with that year is, um, and I know not the hammer Herbie a little bit, but he loved the signing Herbie. Um, oh my god! <laughs> and he bring play, he bring players in every week. Uh, I remember one time we played, uh, we were going somewhere. I don't know where it was. We used to meet us. St. David's Hotel and I went and obviously I've been bald for about 15 years you know and I, I went and I, um, my missus had been on a Hindu you know, a week before and she had to, or a couple weeks before she had to wear a wig for this Hindu so I threw this wig on to go to you know, when I was in St. David and the lads were that you know used to see 
bring in new players. And I know I'm back to the right of it. <laughs> I mean, he didn't even realise it was me, but no one even questioned who the new lad was. I think at that time, he'd, he'd signed quite a lot of players. He, um, and I sort of got to the end of the season uh, and, you know, we played that final. And uh, I'm sure he won't mind me, I'm at him a little bit, but we didn't have enough players because um, everyone that we brought in was cup-tied. Um, so we ended up bringing a lad called Jimmy Kelly. He'd signed, I think he played a pre-season game. I hadn't played again for anyone for the rest of the season. So he come in, played in the final. Uh, another couple of players who'd, who'd not been around for a couple of months had to come and play because we didn't have enough players. But um, the lads that were there, we had some good lads. Uh, Kingy, um, you know, obviously he spent a lot of time at uh, TNS and uh, Lloyd Elms was, was done well. Uh, Josh Griffiths, lad who's at uh, Gresford now. Um, Done well, and yeah, we sort of scraped through that uh, the, the final, and it was it was nice to win the cup. I remember um, watching Conway at that time. I, I just I loved uh, that you always step up to save penalty shootouts. Mm. So yeah, it was it was. I, I've always I, you know it's a bit of luck, I suppose. I, I, you know I, I'm a bit of it. You know we'll have a look, and I remember um, at, at uh, Connors Key we had the goalie coach Neil Ebro and. It was the same. He'd do a lot of, you know, you'd look in before. Obviously, now it's audio. You can you can sign read where people are putting it, where they've been before, and and um, and you can sort of sign out box them a little bit. I remember that um, when I was at Bill, we played Newtown. We won two one, and it saved a penalty against um, I can't remember his name. Um, one of Matty, somebody or other, but um, he put the ball down and then. You know, trying to get in his head, I got up, got off my line, sort of moved the ball to sort of, to, I think I got a bit of a telling off from the referee, but then because of it, I think he's changed the style, tried to go safe, because I got in his head a little bit and made the save, and we ended up winning the game. So, yeah, that was, I probably wasn't everyone's cup of tea when it comes to penalties on the other team, because I've tried anything I can to try and put people off, but it seems to work, and that year, they say we won five, uh, five penalty shoots out, so I think I saved a couple in, in, in all of them, so... Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. So, how do you look back at Conway? Obviously, you just mentioned you look out for the results now. Do you do you keep in mm-hmm. touch with ex players, coaches? Uh, yeah, I think um, as a cafe, um, obviously they've changed a little bit since I was there. I think um, the Cartwrights who owned it, um, with Darren, you know, he was um, he was a good guy. He was, he was sort of the second in charge. His dad had the club uh, as chairman, but. I still speak to Darren every now and again. He'll always send the odd message if he sees something, you know, one of the app or something, do something, make a day, but whatever. Scorio, he drop me a little message. There's Lee Jones, who's involved as well. Yeah. He's a good bloke. Um, I've got a lot of time for Lee. Um, so he's, he's, at that time, I think he was just starting to get involved with it, and now he's, I think he's heavily involved in the club. And, um, you know, I know they've had a lot of managers and they've made some changes and what have you, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's the time to look back. I think, where I was with, you know, I was fit, I was playing well. Um, the missus enjoyed going down to, to mingle with uh, with Herbie's missus and the other girls. So yeah, I always look back at that year at Conway and, and really, really enjoy it. It's not like I regret leaving at that point because obviously I went back to the day and I was glad to do that. But I think that year was, um, yeah, it was, it was an enjoyable one. And because of it, I always look back fondly at, at, um, at, at, at uh, Conway. How um, what was your relationship with Peter Hoy? Obviously, Peter came in at Conway on loan from Bangor. Uh, Were you friends then? He did, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't. It was uh, it's funny. I mentioned the story 
worry about them knocking me out before. It was um, obviously one of the joys of playing in the Welsh Premiership. Play, play each other all the time. So um, we played again a little while later. Um, it was that um, that banger and, and it was a, a long ball and Peter's come out on the back, scored the header. Um, and I, I hated them. Like he knows that I hated them. And he sort of ran down behind me and I, you know, um, instinctively I've kicked out a little bit. Um, not like to try and hurt him, just to catch him. Um, and I've caught him a little bit, but not too much. And, you know, not much was said at that point. Then, but like, um, you know, at, at, a, at a later date, we sort of, I remember Herbie phoning me and saying, look, I've got Peter Roy, you think about, um, think about bringing him in? Later, I'm like, sure, that's a good idea. Like, um, I hadn't really seen him since, and I said, you know, me and me and Pete don't get on the best. Like, and I think he, he had wound a few of the lads up and told them about it. So I remember I was sat next to Kingy when Peter come in in his first game in the changing room before the game, and and um, when Pete walked through the door, the lads sort of stoked it up a little bit. And fair play to Pete, he came straight over. You know, like, he's a great lad. Pete, I've got a lot of time for him. He's, he's probably one of the the one of my best mates have met out of the game. He only lives around the corner for me. We see each other, the kids get on really well and we sort of spend quite a lot of time together now. But came over, shook me hands. I think he was scared, to be honest with you. He's a bit of a, you know, he's a bit of a, a, bit of a mouse, really. And um, yeah, we sort of shook hands, a little, a little, uh, little man hug, and that was it, done. So, um, what was... Um... Um, what was the reason behind going back to Connors Key? Was it just because Connors Key was the first club in Wales you'd come back to and you got a good relationship there? Uh, it was, you know, I, I, I spoke to a couple of clubs at that time, sort of after that year. I know um, I mentioned um, sort of the annual thing with Nev, um, a banger. I think it, um, after that, sort of speaking to him at Conway in that pre-season game, I think it was probably went on for about four years uh, where every summer I'd get a call from Nev uh, fancy coming in fancy coming in um, to be honest with you I'd have jumped in the chance to sign sign the banger I think it was uh, the, the, the best supporter club they were should I say the best supporter club in, in Wales I think what's gone on there is a travesty but um, I'd have jumped in the chance but it was always it never happened it was it was there for a bit and you know top top keeper and I think it was he was talking about going back down south potentially um, before he actually did move on, and then um, it never happened. And that that, that year, I spoke to I spoke to Nev, spoke to Hugh Griffith, uh, Kevin Druids. He'd asked me to go in. Um, I'd met with him, but Connor's key, like uh, you know, I realised he had it anyway and leaving the first time round. So to be honest with you, like it wasn't Connor's key coming in for me. It was me um, hounding them a little bit. Um, I spoke to Michael and said, you know. Any chance? And, and to be honest with you, I think Mac had seen his arse when I left originally. He didn't, he didn't want me to go. Um, so he, he wasn't keen. I've done a few sessions with Neil Ebrard in the summer. He was the goalie coach, just to sort of, you know, I was fit at that time instead of just for a marathon. I was staying in a lot. Um, and then it was, you know, it, I got a call off him uh, randomly just saying, look, we'll take you. Uh, but if you come in, you know, you're fighting out with, uh, with John Rushton. Um, well, you want Steph and Matt go downstairs, please. That's the joys of children. Um, so you're going to be fighting it out with John Rushton. So, do you know, I said, uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think I went in, I was on buttons. I think I was on 60 quid when I signed. And I took a doctor to go there. I wasn't bothered about the money. 
I didn't care about anything like that. It was just going and trying to play. And I played that year. I done really, really well that year. I, I wasn't sure whether I was going to start. And pre-season went okay. Seeing how much the club had come on. The um, say Jay Catton was in then and, and sort of changed a few things around the club. It was run properly. It was training was done properly. It was it was great. I remember going on a you know a, a weekend over to Leeds. Um, you know, we played a couple of games, done some fitness work over there. That was great. And you know I managed to get. Get the nod first game of the season against Bath and Lido done well. Three 0 nil made a, made a couple of decent saves and that was it for the season and I really enjoyed that year. I performed really, really well. Um, and I think it again it was just because I sort of probably performed best when I had the manager who we were got on with. Um, you know, like uh, I consider I consider Macker a friend like and yeah, I've done really well that year and uh, I, I jumped at the chance going back on this game. What was um did you did you know then that the club had changed in certain ways behind the scenes that they were trying to be uh, like a dark horse in the league at that time? Well, I think at that time, like the, the changes had started. So um, as I said, then you had um, they kind of come in and, and you know I think um, the, the the money was there was money involved in the club where they not really had that before. Um, but you know we were still struggling that first year. We still struggled, um, and again I think we you know, we stayed up near the end of the season. I think we had to beat that family though. Uh, last game of the season we beat seven one. Um, but yeah, we stayed up, and then I think at the end of that season was when they started to really push on. Uh, they brought George on in um, again. I think it was from Chester he'd come in, um, and as the season progressed, that second year, fortunately, um, you know Mark left. Yeah, Macca left and, um, and and they made a change and um, Alan Bickerstaff came in um, sort of assisted by Jay um, and, and you know he spent a few quid brought, uh, I remember bringing brought Stevie Evans in um, he brought uh, a monster from down south uh, Cortez Bell yeah. Brawny came in on, on loan I think from TNS or I'm not sure if he's on low, but he cut it to say he'd signed. And you had Tony, who had possibly the best left foot I've seen in the Welsh League. And you had three absolute giants going for the ball. So I think after um, after that sort of, after he came in, we, we just we just played on set pieces. We, we had a late surge. Um, and we, we, yeah, we'd we, we done well. We got in the playoffs. Um, and it was, you know, I think you look at the, the stats towards the end of the season. Very much as Conorsky are now. They're a big, strong side. They, you know, they play to the strength, the direct, and that's what we were. We had um, you know, a Spell and, and Stevie Evans running. You know, you whip a, a corner, and you know they're going to win the header. And I think towards the end of the season, it was something daft like after the last fifteen goals we scored, twelve of them from set pieces. Um, but we really pushed on towards the end of that season. Unfortunately, we missed out in the playoffs. I think we got beat by Aberystwyth three two. We were, we were we were winning that sort of late on into the game, and of course, Stevie Evans slid for the to make a um, sort of a bit of a block and and end up putting it into into our goal. And then uh, last couple of minutes, um, Mark Jones, the lad from down south, had peeled off the shoulder and, and stuck one across the goal. That was it. Got beat three two semi final. So um, yeah, it was a disappointing uh, end of the season. But uh, you know, we, we had managed to turn it around, and, and the club had gone on an awful lot. What um? How come you only played one game at Flint? <laughs> um. Well, I got sort of it was the it was the following 
year at Connors Key. I played another year at Connors Key, and to be honest, you know, um, I didn't have the best year. Um, I didn't perform very well. I started okay. I had, a, I had a, an ankle injury, and I was struggling for a couple of months. And you know, I just wanted to play, um, and I probably didn't do myself any favours. And I don't think uh, Bicker staff was having me. And uh, we didn't get on very well. He, he was. Uh, he managed in a different way that sort of I was used to, and and sort of towards the end of the year, I knew I was probably going to get the boot. To be honest, I remember the end of the season, and um, they they said um, I sort of heard about John Danby coming in, great goalie John Danby. So I knew he had the link with the Chester lads. They were there, yeah, Kev McIntyre, George and so sort of said to Jay or the Bicks at the time, look what's going on. Um, I mean, at that time, I. I was under a bit of pressure because I worked for Gap personnel. So when I started the Connors Key the second time, I was lucky enough to get a job. Um, I always felt like I, you know, I owed, owed them a little bit for that because um, you know they took a chance, give me a job, and I'm still there now, seven years later. So uh, I didn't want to be like you know um, put too pushy at the end of the season, but I, I knew I was I was pretty confident I was going to get the boost with the um, Dan be coming in and. It took me a while to make that decision. I think Danby must have been that old and on for, for whatever reason and eventually he sort of agreed. I, was a, I remember getting a call. I was at a family barbecue and, and Jay had called me and said, you know, um, I understand John Danby and you know, we want you to stay but uh, you have to take a little bit of a pay cut. Um, and at that point, you know, I was probably, you know, early 30s, 30s, 31, something like that. And I knew I wasn't going to play. I'm not one to sit on the bench. So, you know, I said, yeah, fair enough, that's fine, I respect the decision. Um, and then, funny enough, Herbie, uh, good old Herbie, had gone to, uh, gone to um, Flint. So he asked me to come in, done a bit of pre-season with him. Again, I spoke to Nev, as I always did. Um, nothing came of it, and um, signed for Flint. So the week before the season started, I got a phone call from uh, Mark Roberts, who was the assistant at Rill, uh, and you had um, Cara it was a, a really, really good manager, a, a great bloke. He, he, they, they asked me whether I fancied it, and obviously, it, you know, I'd gone in with Flint because um, you know it's heavy and things. But you know, the fact that you know the, the opportunity to play for real big side and you know, back in the Welsh Prem and stuff, and then, you know, wanted to play with um, some good lads there. So I sort of jumped to the chance, spoke to Herby and I said, you know, I want to go and sign for real. I think Herbie sort of is quite clever. Really, he said, you know, "The Welsh League doesn't start for the following year, uh, following week. Play for us." We funny enough, we played Conway at a, at a way, and he's like, "Play for Flint the first game till I can get a goal again." And I think that was me, sort of him saying to me, "If it didn't work out at Real uh, for me, I couldn't go anywhere else." But obviously, you want to play the two teams in a year, so it was his way of saying, like, you know, if it doesn't work out, you've got to come back here. So I played that game for Flint. Um, we got beat by Conway, and then the following week, um, yeah, signed for signed for Will. Um, um, kind of following. How how do you look back at your time at Will? Um, the early part of the season was good. I mean, we didn't have the best of results. We had a good group of lads. Um, you know, I think we had the well, our car school. We had, I think in our car school we had Keith, uh, Dean Keith. Um, even right, um, Greg Stones and myself, like so it was like you know, probably brought the average age of the team up by about five years. But 
Um, it was good, but I think the, you know the result didn't come, and unfortunately, um, for midway through the season, um, they, they let they let Gareth go, and so and, um, Gareth had gone, and, and then they've done um, the young lad in Niall. Yeah, I think you know he's a nice lad, Niall. I think um, at that time, I think he just wanted to put his own stamp. I think they were struggling a little bit financially, and I think. Um, they were struggling in the league. I think at one at that point, sort of, Keithley was the first one to get shot, um, and Wrighty, he right went. And I think they sort of a lot of the older lads were released. And I remember um, it was it was a bank holiday weekend. Um, we were due to play down in South Wales, and I got the phone call on the Friday night. We just have along the Saturday morning, you know, in the squad. And like I hadn't, I hadn't missed anything. I performed well last season at the. Uh, at Ville, but um, yeah, he just said uh, I'd been injured a week or so before, pulled my hamstring at, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a couple of weeks off, and um, one of the young lads played, and um, he just said, look, we're going to go with the young lad, and you know, I realised at that time that was me out the, out the door, and I think that was still quite early, it was probably about the six, seven games left of the season, but you know, they they, they couldn't afford to, to play the lads, or they wanted to invest a little bit in the youth and give them the, the opportunity play and um, it, was, it sort of turned sour towards the end of the end of that sort of season but looking back at that year I enjoyed it and you know Rill was a great club but again I said before about Bangor it's obviously but what's gone on at Rill is, is you know shocking um, the history lost because um, you know I know they've restarted they've got like a Phoenix club and things but um, yeah just um, you know it's a great great club um, loads of tradition you know and it wasn't so long ago they were winning leagues and what was um, what was your what was it like at Brickfield then? Like obviously you made a decision to drop down. Was that just because of gap and uh, the players were what were at Brickfield? Uh, yeah, I think um, sort of after that that year that that, that time at Rill, I sort of I, you mentioned before about the sort of falling out of love with it. I think at that point I had, and um, you know. Uh, I wasn't enjoying football that much and I remember getting a call um, to, to say Gary Dewey obviously invested a few quid into Bricky and, and asked if I fancied it and um, you know, I probably wasn't going to play uh, otherwise so um, I felt like I, you know, I owed him a favour you know, he took a chance give me a job uh, I owed him a bit of a favour there so I thought you know what well, I do need time Wardy was there and a couple of the other lads so I thought you know I'll go and see what it's like it is local it's only Wrexham so it's about 35-40 minutes from home so I went down had a little look and I, um, I enjoyed it like some good lads it was it was a standard it was a bit of a, a, a bit of a drop but like the, the lads at Bricky were great um, you know they had some really really good uh, some really good players Sam Mulvey went and done well at Bill after that I think Dale Davis, the forward, was, was class and, and sort of, you know, he's a grafter, he scored goals and, you know, surprised he didn't move up, to be honest with you. I know he we went to a couple of other sides, but, uh, and then obviously Jono came in and then he was, that was our car school, me, Jono, um, so it was great. I uh, played there for about 18 months and unfortunately they, they cut the budget a little bit sort of towards the end of it. I think, um, unfortunately, we didn't get up that first year and Queen's Park had beaten us. Uh, fair play to them, you know, they, they, again, they were like a group of mates who probably weren't getting paid that much money and, and, and performed well. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, Ricky was, I enjoyed that year. I left Ricky at the end just because it 
Joseph won into course and um, so, uh, good old Herbie had persuaded me to go to uh, to go to Runcorn uh, back in the English League which um, didn't go to plan <laughs> but uh, yeah uh, really really sort of really good 12-18 months at Brickfield um, You made your move then to Abba was that under Nev? Yeah that was a weird one that was You finally signed yeah. it? Finally signed, yeah, he finally got his man. <laughs> like, it's funny because um, we used to spoke to each other loads over you know, over the years and it sort of got on really well with Nev and then I packed in. Um, I hadn't played at all. Like, I played a little bit. I finished at Runcorn, probably played about five or six games at Runcorn. I hadn't gone to plan. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the Tuesday nights playing, you know, whatever it was, sort of miles away, it was freezing cold, the weather was terrible at that time, so those games called off, so I stopped playing. Um, and then uh, I bumped into Nev in the zoo, of all places, Nev loves the zoo, she has his grandkids in the zoo, I like kids with my missus. And uh, he was there in the, in the, um, the little canteen area, stuffing his face, and I sort of introduced myself, hi Nev, how are you getting on, type thing, and he's like, oh, Teddy, I'm at Abbott, come and stein. And I thought it was... Um, you know, Nev being Nev coming down, I thought, oh, nothing's going to come of it. I just said, oh, Nev, I haven't played. I'd put a bit of beef on at that point, um, which is nothing new. Uh, so, uh, you know, we just sort of left it that. He gave him my number. And then that was it. And then in the summer, that was like early summer, back end of the summer, I'd been on holiday, come back on the, the Saturday, been to Turkey with the family. Funny um, enough, I got to Manila. It was the best thing that ever happened to me because I lost it out of stone. Uh, come back about the same, do you know what I mean? And got back on the Saturday, Nev texted me on the Sunday, uh, the uh, goalie league had, uh, had had an injury on the Sunday. He's like, come and do us a favour, just come and play at Abba. And I was thinking to myself, I haven't played. I haven't seen a ball for, probably wasn't six months, but it wasn't far off it. Dead to him, like, you know, never hadn't done anything. He's like, oh, you'll be all right, come in. So just for a month, so, um, I had an agreement with him and I'd, I'd signed for a month and we didn't know how long the uh, league was going to be out. So he said, it might be two weeks, but, you know, we'll get you the month's pay. So I thought to myself, last little swan song, I'll go in for a month and see how I get on. And I went in for a month and, and I'd done well. In the first game, I had a shocker, but um, after that, I'd done all right. I enjoyed that bit. Um, unfortunately, it's sort of in the September time, but sort of a month later, I had a car crash. Someone so in, wrote off my car and sort of, damn, I got a couple of injuries in my chest and what have you. So I had to miss a month of games anyway. And then I thought that would be it. And then um, woke up Friday morning, um, another text from Nev, you're playing tonight. Like, I hadn't played again for like a month. I hadn't even been down. So, um, so I went and played the Druids. Um, I, think we, I think we won that game. And uh, that was it. That was it for the season. That was probably late September, early October. And then I played the rest of the season. Uh, and, you know, considering, you know, it, it, it was a good old drive, but it's with the thing he used to, the long day, the Fridays, and that's why at the end of the season I'd say, look, I can't do it anymore. I think we start work early on a Friday because I'd have to finish at three. So be in the office for about seven, finish work at three o'clock, jump in the car, and um, drive down to Aberystwyth, pick one of the lads up um, on the way, drive to Aberystwyth, get there about quarter past six, half six, play the game, finish, have, have some food, jump back in the car, and I wouldn't get home until one o'clock on the Saturday morning. Um, and that used to kill me. We wrote off all weekend. I think um, me, uh, I think my daughters are dancing on the Saturday, so we'll be up at seven o'clock. I don't know if any of the lads 
say he's played. When you when you play a night game, it's hard to sleep afterwards, and you think about oh, the game. You're going to be able to drive. So I'd get up, a couple of beers, a whiskey or two, and then um, at three o'clock go to bed, get up at seven o'clock, and it kills me. But I enjoyed it. I played well for the but I didn't stay in again. I wasn't having to do with Aberystwyth on a Tuesday night. Um, but at the end of the season, um, I said to him, like, I actually said I'd stay on it. I'd enjoy being around there that much and, and the lads we were playing with and I was dabbling with some, some good lads that you know, I'd do another year. Um, and then during, the, during the summer, I just, you know, again, I'd started running again. I was fit again, but I just had no no motivation to jump back in the car and do that dive. So, you know, dead to Ned just before pre-season started and, 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 and Gav, um, that, you know, I'd had enough. I sort of I couldn't do it anymore. And um, they, they, they said, yeah, no, fair enough. Connor Roberts was coming in from TNS. So I said, you know, that, that, that's fine. And then I think um, just before the season started, um, they, they they phoned me. And I said, look, we're struggling. Connor can't come in because of the European game. Can you come in and do a couple of games? And I was going on a holiday um, after the week of the start of the season. So went in, played two games, um, had a shocker in the second one. And, uh, and that was it. You know, that was it. The two games I've done, I said to Nev, you know, nice one, but that's me done. Connor came in and then done really well for them. Do you have any, um, do you have any regrets with obviously going to Abbott? Obviously, obviously, it's a bit of a trek from where you lived down there. No, not at all. Abbott, I enjoyed Abbott. That was, um, you know, finally got to play for Nev, who's, you know, I know Pete mentioned uh, on his, his podcast, um, he, he manages in a different way. I think uh, Nev, Nev was class, class to me, uh, you know, proper man manager. Um, so I had no regrets. I think the club was run really well. I think um, the players were good. You know, we we didn't we didn't do too bad. You know, we we missed out on on the top six sort of late on, but um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think um, the set it was decent. The, you know, the Friday night games, other than the travelling, was 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 you know enjoy playing under the lights. The, the, the Astro was was the future of life for you now do you, do, you, do you want to stay in football in terms of a coaching role or is it just you've packed up your boots now you just want to focus on the family Um, not coaching I don't think you know I enjoyed the goalkeeper coaching and, and I enjoyed working with the you know, more so as I kind of came working with Neil Everton and I'd always start out young lads now Um, but sort of coaching I just I, I can't see me doing it. I think uh, I work in a, a busy job. It's, it's hard to find the time. The kids are getting you know, a seven and a four year old again. They're getting older. I want to spend the time with the children. Uh, maybe if you know, my lad starts playing, I might do something. Um, regards to playing, I think um, I, I had a couple of offers in, in January from a couple of sides in Wales. I've spoke to a couple again. You know whether I fancy coming back out of yet another retirement. I don't know. Um, Again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get fit and running quite a lot now, so I'm, I'm, I feel I'm capable and I could play again if I wanted to, but just have to see what happens. I think lockdown is, is um, maybe miss, miss football more than, than I had done. Uh, the fact that you know you spend three, four days in the house without even going out, I have missed the game a bit. 
But whether that means going back into Wales or, you know, Peter or he, uh, assistant manager at Asheville, I live five minutes from Asheville, you know, he's always on my case to see if I go and play down there. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind doing that. I might do the best. Um, I play a little bit of um, celebrity football, randomly enough. Um, so I probably do um, 10 games a year with them where I would rather play for like Leeds United or um, Stoke City with like this, uh, Danny Dyer and, and, and people like that. Yeah, two lads. So um, then I might just do that. I don't know. I'll see what happens once we come out of the lockdown and see how I feel at the time. What was um, what was the offers like? Was it in the Welsh Prem or was it just coming alive? No, it was coming alive. It was uh, I had one from the Welsh National, um, and to be honest, I, I agreed to go to the one in the Welsh National. Um, but I played the two games for Aberystwyth, and I played uh, as a favour for Peter one day. Um, I just didn't realise that you know uh, at that point I'd played the two teams, and that was me done. I think um, when I spoke to the team of the Welsh National, I did say, look, I played an extra game here, but we wasn't sure whether it would it would count because it was a short last-minute sign and I don't know if it was... Uh, you know, sometimes you play local level and, you know, you might not... Um, you know, paperwork might not be done properly and what have you, but unfortunately, at that point, it was, and I couldn't go and I couldn't sign. Um, and the same with the, the Cumberland Alliance one. I'd, I'd sign for the team, um, but sign for Asheville to do them a favour if they were needed. And... Anyone that sort of, I think Steve Lewis, probably, you know, the lad who's at Bill. Yeah. Uh, so we confirmed trying to get an international clearance. If you're not playing for one of the top sides, I signed for that, but I got international clearance in two days. Yeah. Um, but I think Stevie Lewis waited six weeks first. So I think when I got asked to go back into the um, the Alliance, I think due to the time and how long it took for international clearance, they needed to go only sort of straight away. There was no point. So. Yeah, it just wasn't to be, um, which is fine. So, um, do you have any regrets on your, your career? Um, no, I think, yeah, I mentioned before, I regretted leaving Connors Key, but, like, you know, I don't regret signing for the ballad, as fast as that sounds. I you know, would have liked to spend more time at Connors Key, but it is what it is. You know, football's a, um, a funny game, it's a game of opinion. Sometimes you go and it didn't work out, but, you know, I wouldn't change anything. Um, yeah, you know, I'd probably have liked to have stayed a little bit higher up, a little bit longer. So, you know, though I really enjoyed Brickfield, it would be nice to spend another year or two in the Welsh Premier. What I found when I went back, it would have this with, is I could still, you know, I, could, I was all right. I, you know, I didn't look out of place. So I probably think I'd, I'd spend two and a half years outside of the Welsh Premier at that point. I probably could have got a couple more games in it. But it wasn't to be, so no, no regrets. So could we uh, see you back in Welsh football then, Ses? Potentially. <laughs> it depends if anyone wants an agent, bit of a moaner, uh, goalkeeper. Like I, I don't know. I think um, I speak to Ned quite regularly. He says, you know, if he gets something, if he goes back in, would he be interested in going in? Or, you know, I speak to a couple of the managers who spoke to in the past and they're always seeing how I'm getting on. And I think if I wanted to push, I could go back in, but I think at this age now, it's definitely something I wanted. Something I, you know, something where I could I could enjoy it. I could add something to the club and and uh, someone who, who wants you know that sort of senior goalie. Says, um, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, done over an no hour. Worries, man. Um, oh yeah, too waffle, don't I? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no worries. It's much appreciated. Uh, 
I think we've spoken in the past, um, but you know I've really enjoyed uh, speaking to you tonight, and um, thanks for coming on. It's much appreciated. No worries, Matty. Thanks a lot, mate. All the best. Take it easy, bud. Yes, pal.